What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Eat More Barbecue podcast. Thank you for listening in. This is episode 193, and I am your host, Ryan Sanderson. I first heard about my guest this week late last year when I had Ryan Cooper, the barbecue tourist, on the show, and he was talking about his experience in Kansas City at Harp Barbecue's Whole Hog Celebration. Scotty's Whole Hog Barbecue out of Northfield, Minnesota, was a guest cook at that event, and Ryan had lots of great stuff to say about him. It took Scott and I a few months to finally link up, but I'm glad we didn't. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. But first, let me tell you about the best sauce on the planet. You know, folks, I've been telling you about Sticky Fix from Motley Q for a while now. Recently named the 2021 best sauce on the planet at the American Royal World Series of Barbecue Sauce Contest, Sticky Fix will be your new go-to. Perfect for the whole family. Believe me when I say this stuff goes great on everything from quick grilled chicken to a 16-hour slow-smoked pork butt. Joe and Jess from Motley Q are mainstays on the Canadian competition barbecue scene, and their years of culinary and competition experience shine through in all of their products. They put lots of time and careful attention into each item, and they love how barbecue brings people together. Barbecue is a big part of their family, and they want to help everyone make it a part of theirs too. Motley Q sauces and seasonings are crafted to deliver high-quality flavor to all barbecue dishes. From beef, chicken, and pork to wild game and vegetables, they've got a sauce or seasoning fit for any dish or occasion. Visit motleyq.ca, M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A to see their full lineup and get your bottle of the best sauce on the planet. Listeners of the Eat More Barbecue podcast can use the discount code EATMOREQ to save 15% off your order. That's discount code E-A-T-M-O-R-E-Q-U-E at MotleyQ.ca. Welcome back to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast, everybody. And uh, a while back, I had my friend Ryan Cooper, barbecue tourist, on the show, and he mentioned he'd been down in Kansas City and had uh, had the opportunity to meet my guest this week. And uh, ever since then, we've been chatting, going back and forth, trying to get this set up, and uh, really excited to finally... Uh, Hook up here with Scott Barvier out of Northfield, Minnesota. Scotty's Whole Hog Barbecue, um, my second guest out of the the great state of Minnesota. So, welcome to the show, Scott. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. This is great. Appreciate but, it. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, glad we could get this put together. Finally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. Uh, busy schedules for both of us, so it uh, sometimes takes a bit of yeah. work. Uh, uh, you were just saying, a uh, two year old at home, and uh, that's got to keep you keep you busy and uh, keep you going. So. Yeah, we we are about a month away from having our second kid. Ah, uh, so. yeah, yeah, number two. That uh, oh, yeah, it all. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been there. We were just. I was just saying. I've got uh, my mine are fifteen and eighteen years old. So uh, uh, different sets of uh, headaches, I guess yeah. you could say. But uh, it's all good. Wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah. So no, absolutely. Uh, uh, question I ask everybody right off the top, Scott. Uh, what does barbecue mean to you? Oh, geez. Um, barbecue for me um you know for me it has a lot to do with uh family history uh connections to to relatives um 
my grandmother is she was oh geez her family been north carolina for many generations um just kind of for me it it, it harkens back to those memories of when i was uh, just young going to visit relatives Mm -hmm. and uh just kind of going to mom and pop places spending time with family making a lot of food every time we went to north carolina we were always making food so um you know, it, it it's it's my passion for cooking food, but it has that connection to history, mm-hmm. and you know, there's some nostalgia in there too. That's awesome. Obviously, um, yeah. so yeah, it, you know, I think that's important in food too. Absolutely. But I think that drives a lot of people in the barbecue industry. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, having that uh, that as you say, the historical family background in it uh, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, adds a little something for you, right? It's not just uh, it's not just something Absolutely. you do. There's a little more to it than that, right? Yeah, and part of it too is I, I've been going to barbecue places my entire life and, and seeing some of some of those old school places mm-hmm. in North Carolina that would cook with wood starting to close. Yeah, and while I don't have a direct family relation to one specific, I mean, like I didn't have anyone in the family that cooked barbecue right, regularly. Right. Yep. Um, I felt the need to kind of continue that tradition uh, that that has been around the Carolinas for a really long time. Absolutely, yeah. You don't want to see that uh, that dying off, and uh, right, uh, yeah. I I feel like at least from what I'm seeing uh, from up here in Canada, that it, it is maybe making a bit of a comeback. I'm sure there's still some places uh, closing, but yeah, uh, seems to be gaining in popularity that style of barbecue, right? Uh, yeah, you know, there's there's a, a few places in North Carolina. Well, there's more than a few now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the Jones family, yeah, Sam Jones yeah. and all them, been involved in it forever. Yeah. And then uh, Elliot Moss is a friend mm-hmm. of mine. Yeah. He brings more of that South Carolina tradition up there, but yeah. cooking very similar. And yep. Rodney Scott. Yeah, they, and, uh, yeah. yeah I, yep. exactly. I think a lot of those guys are, they made it kind of, kind of cool again in Absolutely, a way. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and I think, I think people, you know, just wanted to taste how barbecue used to taste. They didn't want to yep. taste gas cooked barbecue. No, absolutely. <laughs> and I think I think part of it is you need people to tell the story of it, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. You look at Texas, and you got Texas Monthly, and uh, any number of bar- podcasts about Texas barbecue that tell the story and help spread that uh, spread the message, right? And folks, yeah, absolutely. Folks like Aaron Franklin that get out and tell their story. Uh, and I think that whole hog, the Carolina whole hog, needed the Sam Joneses and the Rodney Scotts and the Elliot Mosses to get out and tell the story, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, you know, it's spreading to Texas more and more. It is, um, yeah. You know, Patrick Feejus was one of the one of the few guys to start doing yep. it more regularly down yep. there, bringing it to Houston. Yep. Now, Leonard, Leonard's doing that truth. Uh, yep. Leroy Lewis does whole hog regularly. Um, I mean, a bunch of people do it now, which is cool. It's cool to see. Um, yeah, we got a guy, uh, got a guy up here in Edmonton, uh, Pitt County barbecue. I don't know if you know it familiar with Peter, a friend of mine, a sponsor of this, uh, of this podcast and, uh, he's doing it up here. So he's a, yeah, good guy. So, yeah, we've chatted quite a bit, uh, back and forth. Um, he's, he's traveled to North Carolina quite a bit. Um, so we we were always kind of comparing notes a little mm-hmm, bit. For and, sure. 
doing all that. So. Oh, yeah, before we get into what uh, you got going on, a little your background. Northfield, Minnesota, is that uh, home for yeah. you? Or? Yeah, it's a, so Northfield's a, a town of about 25,000. Right. Uh, we're about 40 minutes south of the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. Um, it's famous for uh, the attempted bank robbery by the Jesse James gang okay. back in 1876. All right. All right. That... Um, and then we have two colleges in town, Carleton College and St. Olaf College. Okay. Um, my family moved up here in the 80s, right before I was born. Um, my father was a career pilot. Okay. And he had gotten a job up here. So they uh, they left down south and went up north and had no idea where they're going. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, we ended up here, and I was born up here. Uh, yeah, so Minnesota, I mean, it's a, it's a far ways away from North Carolina. Yeah. That's for sure. But uh, Northfield's been great. Uh, I ended up attending St. Olaf, St. Olaf College, uh, met my wife there. Uh, we kind of moved around a little bit for a while, um, but then ended up finding our way back up here. It happens. Eh? So we're back in Northfield now, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, yeah I uh, mentioned that you were my second Minnesota guest Uh while back yeah. had uh, Stan, Stan Dobozenski, he's a competition uh, barbecue mm, guy, okay. uh, Rub My Rack Barbecue. He's from Ripley, Fort Ripley, further up, okay, up yeah, north, up uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, northern Minnesota. So. Up near Brainerd, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly, that's it. Yeah, I was trying mm-hmm. to remember the uh, the, yeah. the bigger, not not big, but bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually just, uh, he's the president of the KCBS Board of Directors this year. So he's okay. uh, doing some great things on the competition side of things. So, uh, Sure. Great. That's like one one thing I, you know, I follow competition barbecue pretty loosely, but mm-hmm. I just, it's not something I know a lot about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, just got into it last year, started competing and uh, a lot of fun. Oh, cool. It's a, you know, just a yeah. great, com- great community of people and uh, it's a lot of fun to get out there and uh and do that so good stuff nice. uh awesome. so, so you grew up in northfield uh you kind of touched on it i was looking on the website there uh family mm-hmm. trips down to north carolina is that would you say that's where you got the the cooking bug the bar- <laughs> the barbecue bug you said for sure but uh, the yeah cooking both bug. i mean both sides of my families my father's mother was an incredible cook mm-hmm. um and my mom's side of the family, every time we were down there, just big family meals. Mm-hmm. From, you know, six pe- six kids in the family mm-hmm. on my mom's side. So lots of cooking going on there. I've, I've always loved to cook. Um, you know, I just, I never really thought that that's really what I wanted to kind of do yeah. with my life. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I, there was, you know, there's a handful of smaller, what I'd say, call I call mom and pop type barbecue places we would go to um which is around the burlington greensboro kind of like right in the middle of the state okay and it was a really interesting area of the state because everyone always thinks you know it's either vinegar pepper or like the tomato based sauce right um but in that in that that region where i I was at there's a lot of shoulder barbecue with the vinegar pepper sauce Mm -hmm. And not so much the tomato, and not a lot, not a lot of whole hog every once in a yeah, while, okay. but not 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 as much as the eastern side. Right. So I kind of got a little bit of a little bit of both growing oh, up. Okay. Nice. Um, 
but always always would cook barbecue, which was which was the big thing. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So is this uh, Scotty's whole hog? Is this a full time thing for you? Or are you working aside from this? Or? It, you know, I put in a, a, a full week's worth of work in yeah. about three days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm very fortunate. My wife is a pediatrician. Okay. Uh, so we're not reliant on my barbecue to uh, survive, I guess. So. Perfect. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm i kind of a stay-at-home dad oh, perfect. Uh, when I'm not working. Yep. But yeah. as a business owner, you know, you're just never really no, totally. not working. Oh, always guess, on. So. Yeah, absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. Even if it's something like this, it's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> you know, you're, you're talking about the business, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, folks. I got here uh, Scott Barbier, Scotty's Whole Hog Barbecue. Instagram is at Scotty's Whole Hog BBQ. Uh, the website's the same thing, www.scottyswholehogbbq.com, and on Facebook as well. Any other, uh, uh, we can, uh, well, at the end here, we'll talk about other any other social media or anything if that covers it. So talk, sure. let's get into the business side of things. How did it kind of come from a, just a passion for cooking and for barbecue and how did it become a business? Yeah. What was that process? I was I was actually kind of looking back on this recently. I was trying to figure out some some kind of dates and a timeline of what all happened here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of all blurred together, yeah, but okay. um back in 2013, I made a trip with my parents down to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um I was employed at the time kind of bouncing around a little bit right. and we were supposed to go down for like 2 weeks and I think we ended up staying for like a month which it, it was what it was. But yeah. um, at the time I, I ended up getting um, the book, Holy Smoke by uh, John Shelton Reed. Okay. Yep. And really I uh, got a bottle of sauce from the uh, now closed Allen and son barbecue there in Chapel Hill. And just in my grandparents' backyard cooked a shoulder. And uh, you know, I was just like instantly, brought back to those smells mm-hmm. and just that experience of, of that barbecue. And it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. Spent many years doing stuff on smaller pits. Um, not long after that, I built my first cinder block pit. Cause there was, there was a diagram in that book about doing it. Right. Right. So I just, think it was, it was just, hmm? you talk about cooking in your grandparents' backyard. Did they have a pit in the backyard? Is that, yeah, I hear. If I remember correctly. We we ran out to um, like a tractor supply or something okay. and grabbed like a really cheap, cheap Brinkman okay. smoker. Okay, okay, no, that's cool. <laughs> that might be what I started. Um, Was it the bullet? Uh, the bullet yeah. kind or? Yeah, 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 yeah. It just had the basic pan in the bottom. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. That um, was uh, that was my it, first uh, Bass Pro Shop model. Uh, that was my yeah. first cooker. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, cool. Go ahead. Sorry. It was like January of the next year. I think for some reason I had the bright idea of building a cinder block pit. Uh, It was about one degree Fahrenheit (laughs) and I built this pit and I started cooking shoulders with wood, just pretty, pretty much, you know, right, right from the get go. Mm -hmm. I I was really determined to do it with wood, do it the right way. Um, It's just kind of my personality. I'm kind of an obsessive person, Mm -hmm. do everything all the way or not at all. So, Spent a long time, many years cooking on cinder block pits like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of following, following a lot of videos and at the time forums and and just anything I could put my hands on. I read every book I can 
possibly get my hands on about barbecue trying to get better every time mm-hmm. F- finally you know after using like a, just a fire pit in the backyard i made a burn barrel i was like yep. oh wow you know that yep. that took way too long to figure out <laughs> um uh you know and i was bouncing around with my wife as she's finishing medical school right. and residency and uh they whenever our friends would have time off we would we would throw a party and i would usually cook food for that right. um so that's when I started doing it. It took a few years. I finally st- got brave enough to do a whole hog okay. and had enough people to eat it. Sure. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I just kept going like that. Um, I think it was in 20 end of 2018. I finally bought a BQ, okay. uh, cookers pit down in North Carolina. Yep. And that's, that's when really everything really started to change for me. Um, I'm going to have to give uh, Michael Letchworth uh, from Sam Jones a lot of credit for opening up a lot of doors for me. Right. Um, he met us down there and, and gave us a tour of Sam Jones Barbecue in Winterville and Skylight Inn down right. Aiden. Nice. Um, took us over to the Resurrection Pit over on the mm-hmm. Jones, the old Jones family one. Got yeah, a tour of that. Um, awesome. But he also uh, offered to uh let me come and cook with them at windy city smokeout ah, the, the following summer in chicago so yeah. that it, yeah so i i was there um you know i was a little bit out of my element but <laughs> man the barbecue community is so great yeah. everyone's just so so happy to see somebody doing wood cook barbecue mm-hmm. somewhere and uh sharing ideas and tips and just yeah. helping out uh it was it was an amazing experience That's so awesome. Yeah, it was great. Um, I've been going back. So I was there last year with uh, Hoodoo Brown yep. Barbecue, yep. and I'll be going back again this year with Roy and Lewis. So awesome. I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah had uh, had Evan on the show last year. He's uh, he's a great guy. So Yeah, Evan's a good friend of mine. I, oh, that's awesome. The Leroy and Lewis group, is a, they're kind of like my Austin fam yeah, no, no, <laughs> in a lot of ways. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about some of your other, your barbecue travels there. We'll get into that. So at what point did it turn in to turn from the hobby into the business? What year would that have been? <clears throat> that would have been in shortly after I got that BQ pit okay. in 2019. 2019. Yeah. Um, I was kind of at the point where I was like, you know, if I'm going to, I really wanted to cook whole hog mm-hmm. as much as I could. Yeah. And I needed people to eat it. My family was kind of getting tired of it's eating whole hog all the time. Out. So uh, I just figured I would I would start selling to the public. Yep. Um, so I, I started the business then. Um, you know, the name is always, it's, I can't, you know, I don't know. I, I like my name, but in Minnesota, barbecue here is well known for you know like kansas city style barbecue right. we're, okay. we're so close to that that, yeah. that when people think of barbecue here that's what they think of right um a lot of a lot of beef a lot of you know a lot of brisket yeah maybe some ribs but they're very saucy yep. very sweet you could even say in minnesota people will put like barbecue sauce on on pork shoulder in the crock pot and call it barbecue yeah, I got you. Yep. <laughs> but so i i wanted to I wanted to make sure people knew I was doing something a little bit different. Right. Um, so I made the name really obvious. Yep. Um, and that, that was my main focus. So I cooked on that BQ pit for only that pit for quite a while. Um, 
And that, that was really great. I was doing direct heat ribs all the time. I was doing hogs. I would do shoulders every mm-hmm. once in a while. If it was a smaller group. Tried some briskets on it. Okay. Yeah. Not that great. Not what it's um, made for, yeah. Yeah. It's different. Yep. It, it, you know, after you eat Texas barbecue or, like, you know, quote unquote central Texas style, right. you really like, you're like, man, it's hard to not eat that style. <laughs> 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 um, so, uh, it would have been in 2020, right? Man, my timeline is so <laughs> it's just I'm trying to figure it all yeah, out. These, 2020. La- these last couple of years have been um, a nightmare. So, man, it's been crazy. Yeah. 2020, I did the Leroy Lewis class okay. and um, and made some friends and ended up buying a male scale metalworks. Got, got the hat on, yeah. Uh, got, got a got a 500 from them. Okay. Um, nice. And that really kind of elevated the thing, uh, the whole business. Um, more cooking area, different styles. Everyone up here still wants brisket. Sure. Yep. Um, you know, Texas barbecue is popular, so yeah. we yeah. kind of kind of meeting the needs of the people. And I like a, I like a new challenge too. Yeah. So learn learn how to cook on an offset is completely well, different than yeah. cooking on an open pit like yeah, that no so. doubt yeah uh, yeah a whole, whole different uh animal so you, yeah. <laughs> literally right so um yeah so you're doing both then you'll use the bq for the uh for the hog and then uh use the offset for other stuff is that kind of how you're making yeah it and i'll i'll do uh i try to do direct heat cooking i do a lot of i do pork steaks and i'll do chickens yes. on it i'll yep, do sure. ribs every once in a while yep ribs don't Ribs don't hold as well mm-hmm. um, off of a direct heat pit okay. for whatever reason. Uh, some of it has to do with the bark on it. Yeah, okay. But um, and I, 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 like a lot of the times, it's hard to communicate to people the differences between a direct heat and an offset heat, like rib. Yeah. So some of my customers just don't they don't notice the differences. So mm-hmm. I try to keep it consistent, but yeah, yeah it is what it is. So. Yeah. So what's, how does the business work? Uh, I know you, you, you're closed right now, uh, a little bit more of a seasonal, uh, thing, but, uh, <laughs> when you are, yeah. I, I grew up in Winnipeg, so not too far from, uh, from Minnesota. Yeah. I know what winter's like yeah. out there. So, um, uh, what's, uh, what's the business model? Is it, do you look like you were set up last year at a, a distillery or something? Yeah. So, um, some friends of mine started a distillery about, seven or eight years ago yep. called loon liquor distillery. Yep. Um, and they're kind of set up in an industrial area and I, I had been bumping around and kind of going to different places and it was a lot of work just to move stuff every time. Yeah. So I was really looking for a place to just kind of sit up and just kind of do what I, we're calling a residency. Right. Um, and it just worked out really well to do it with them. Um, so yeah, I, it's kind of like a, it's a little complicated because of our health department in Minnesota, but I'm technically a temporary food stand. Okay. Um, so every week we still have to set up a tent yep. and serve out of that. Okay. Um, but everything's on site. I have a commissary kitchen in town oh, that perfect. I use. Yep. Um, we haul everything over there and I, I cook all the meats on site. Okay. Um, so right now we're, we're open on Friday. Well, not right currently, but, when we are open, when there's no snow, <laughs> we, uh, we're open on Fridays and we do, uh, smoke brisket burger night and, um, 
this year we're going to be adding in um we're starting up a more of a sausage program so we're okay. probably going to do that on fridays nice. and ribs probably yep. and then saturday we do our full menu right on. um and that changes a lot depending on kind of this what's going on in northfield at the times uh sure. there's some slower times so we might not do a whole hog every week but sure. yep yeah so what do so you saturday's our big yeah. day you got a food truck a trailer what's your setup looking like so I have my my mill scales on a trailer that, yep. and I built a structure over that. Okay. Um, and then I have a trailer that I built out that just kind of acts as our storage. Okay. Um, I just keep everything in there, and so yeah, literally every time we open, we still have to like pull all of our equipment out of that trailer okay. and set it up yep. and serve out of our tent. Okay. So it's a little just, bit of a pain in the. Yeah, it's a little bit of a pain in the butt, but. Uh, the, the state of Minnesota won't let me do a food truck okay. because they said everything has to be like contained within one unit. Ah. And there's no way I was going to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, they, they just really didn't know what to do with me. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. nobody, there's, there's very few of us that are trying to do yeah, this. Something, a little, uh, something right a little different. Yeah. Yeah. You hear, <laughs> yeah. A lot, you, <clears throat> excuse me, you hear that a lot with folks uh, like yourself that are doing something new in the, you know, not necessarily new. Yeah elsewhere but new for where you are um yeah when the health uh, the health folks uh or fire folks or whatever the uh whatever regulatory uh, doesn't uh doesn't know what how to yeah doesn't know what to do with it right it, so. so that's yeah that that's an interesting point because that's that's why so i have my mail scale is painted and has stainless steel grates on the inside okay. and that's the only the only painted mill scale out there right um they kind of made an exception for me uh, because they knew I had explained to them my situation with the health department. Um, Even with all that, it still took me three months to get the health department to be okay with me using that, that smoker. Yeah. yeah, So it's been kind of a little bit, yeah, a bit of pain in the butt, but things are, things are going well. They, they know what I'm doing and I've proved that I'm not, (laughs) not poisoning people <laughs> yeah, not gonna burn anything down not gonna hurt anybody right? so, yeah 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 awesome uh, wow yeah that's uh yeah a bit of work but uh making it work so it's great that you're able to be yeah. set up at least somewhat permanently at uh at the loon liquor location you're not having to oh yeah not having to move yeah, everything around I, every week right so yeah i have a team of uh four employees nice. that that help with service um, so we got everyone trained and they can set up and take down without me. Um, and we're, and, you know, we've been working on how to make things more efficient. And, um, this year we're going to, I'm going to put a little bit more responsibility on them to get some of that stuff without me. <laughs> yeah, well, so, uh, yeah, a, so, I can have a little bit more time with the family. Yeah. But, especially with the yeah. new arrival coming. That's, uh, that's important. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's always a work in progress. I oh, mean, yeah. where I was, where I was trying to tweak things to make it, you know, the lines, mm-hmm work more smoothly, get food quicker and, and just set up in general. And then we have weather too. You know, sure. if it's raining, we have yeah. to change the setup. So yeah. 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 All with it, right? It, 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 yeah. It, you know, this isn't, it's not, it's not easy, but it's what, what we got for right now. Yep. When we return, Scott and I will talk a bit more about his residency at Loon Liquors and also about some of his barbecue travels. This portion of the Eat More Barbecue podcast is brought to you by our friends at Township 27. Township 27 develops, produces, distributes, and sells the highest quality pantry spices, herbs, spice blends, sauces, salad, dressings, and condiments. 
for people who love food. All of their products are produced by hand in small batches using only the highest quality ingredients to maintain the full flavor and freshness that their customers have come to expect. Township 27 has searched the globe looking for the finest ingredients to go into their products and they are excited to share the bounty with you. All Township 27 products are gluten-free, cholesterol-free, MSG-free, and are pure with no added fillers or preservatives. Township 27 is proudly Alberta-owned and produce all of their products locally right in Rocky View County, Alberta. If you are looking for the best in spices, blends, sauces, and condiments, whether it be retail, wholesale, or bulk, check them out at www.township27.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook. So what does the menu uh, generally look like? You mentioned, depending on what's going on, maybe a whole hog or or not. But then yeah. what do you do on I, uh, sides and stuff? We do, a, we do a, yeah. So for, let's see, I have my list here. I got to think about, um, I just wrote it down the other day. So for meats right now, we've been doing whole hog, brisket, ribs, and we do a lot of, we do a lot of St. Louis cuts because that's what, I can generally get. I do like doing full spares when I can get them. Do a lot of chicken. Mm-hmm. We're starting our sausage program. Uh, we do our burgers. Uh, we've done some pork belly burnt ends. Um, we've done some tri-tip. Nice. Um, did I say turkey? We have a really great um, Ferndale turkey. It's in Cannon Falls, which is about 15 miles from us. They do wonderful turkeys. Nice. Um, and our, our turkey has been a huge hit. Um, when, it, when it's done right, try- eh? it's uh, turkey. Uh, a lot of folks don't think about it from as barbecue, but when you when you can get it done right, it's uh, it's awesome. So. Yeah, I, I, so many people uh, just been like, "Man, I've never had turkey that was so moist," yeah. you know, or like actually had <laughs> flavor. And I was like, yep. "Yeah, I mean, when you do it right, it it, yep. it can be wonderful." Yeah. Um, you know, I try to keep I try to keep our sides pretty traditional. Um, I. Part of part of me setting out on this was to to try to try to bring barbecue that's been in the South for a long time up to Minnesota, just because right. it never existed. So there's a lot of things that people have never had before. Mm-hmm. So I do hush puppies, I do collard greens, I like to do um, like pinto beans and I put chow chow on it. The like pickled cabbage relish. It's a real Southern thing. I put chow chow on it. So wonderful. Um, I like to do sweet potatoes. Mm. I, sometimes I'll do them in the, in the, in that like embers and ashes and do them that way. And they just are so good. Um, you know, mac and cheese, everyone wants that. It's not my favorite thing, but everyone wants it. Um, you know, uh, what else do I do? Potato salad. And then this year I'm really going to try and do grits. I really okay. want to do some grits, some really good. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can get, um, Marsh and, uh, mill out of South Carolina. Okay. Um, cause their, their grits are amazing. So I'm going to, going to try to do that as much as I can this year. Nice. Um, a lot, of, a lot, you know, I'm not, I'm not, classically trained or anything i'm not like an you know amazing chef i love to cook food uh and yeah like i said a lot of people just have never really had had this food before um we have people would come up oh and i do i do an east an eastern carolina style coleslaw okay um so it's it's really fine um i use duke's mayo Mm -hmm. um 
it's very similar to to anything you'd get at like Skylight Inn or okay. Sam Jones. It's a little I it, I do a couple little things differently, but sure. nothing crazy. Um, but most of my food is just simple. Mm-hmm. It's just good food that that you know you just can't get up here. Yeah, um, yeah, something a little. I've had people right? come through. Yeah, people come through and like collard greens. Really? Like, yeah. ew, that sounds disgusting. And I'm oh. like, you should, here, I just try it, and yeah. they're like, oh. <laughs> These aren't bad. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, I was actually going to ask you about that because folks up uh, where I am aren't familiar with collard greens except maybe by name. Uh, so yeah. Talk about what that is a little bit. So collards are in the brassica family. Um, it's similar to kind of kale. Okay. Um, it's a really hardy, hardy, uh, big leafy plant. Okay. Um, you, it's it's pretty bitter. Mm-hmm. So you have to cook the crap out of it yep. um, and it'll get tender. So I do it with a lot of pork is huge in sure. the Carolina. Yep. So I usually do like a smoked ham hock or bacon, extra lard in there. get that smokiness, but you want to add, I usually add uh, apple cider vinegar. You kind of okay. cut that, that bitterness a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I like to add just a little bit, not, I mean, you, you won't, you wouldn't even know it if you ate it, but I either add molasses or, um, sorghum syrup okay. into that. And you just, you just, if I make pork stock, so we'll do that mm-hmm. with it. You just simmer it for a really long time. Right. It's, it's so wonderful. It's, it's just a comfort food. Yeah. Um, and I'll, you know, if I have whole hog left over, I'll throw some of that in there too. Right. Um, it, it's, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> You're making yeah. me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tried them once. I was in Houston at, uh, Regal's. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. had uh, they had collard greens on the menu, and I tried. I didn't. The, uh, the bitterness is you mentioned bitter, and that's what uh, kind of stood out to me. That yeah, um, it depends on like the variety sure. and, and the time of year too. Yeah. Um, they say that collard greens get a little bit sweeter once once you get your first frost. Okay. Um, so you know it just depends yeah. on the time of the year. Um, you have to have them fresh. You have to cut them fresh. If yeah. they're sitting around, they go they get get pretty gross pretty yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, Oh. Yeah. Sorry if I talk a lot. I, yeah, I, no, please. That's. Uh, I guess that's the, it's that Carolina in me. I can yeah, just talk for a, a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it makes my job easy, man. That's what. I, <laughs> and I was going to ask about uh, grits. That's something else we we just don't see up here. Yeah. Um, I, I know it's kind of a it's a grain, right? Ground up, uh, made yeah, into it's corn. Corn. Okay, corn. Yep. Yeah. Um. You know, I we, I would grow up, or when I was growing up, going down North Carolina. I would. I never ate it up here in Minnesota. When we go down there, we'd get it. Yep. Um, but it was all. It was never. It was never anything like. It was like instant grits. Mm-hmm. It was always white grits. Okay. It wasn't anything that great or that flavorful. Yeah. You know, with the resurgence of Southern food, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people with you know Anson Mill, Sean Brock, um, Chef BJ Dennis, a lot of these guys that are really putting a highlight on Southern food. Um, all of a sudden, all of these old varieties are coming back, and people mm-hmm. are, are are grinding grains mm-hmm. like they used to. Right. And and when you eat these other varietals of corn, these grits are just amazing. Right. I mean, the, the, there's so many. Fl- just it's it's so simple. Mm-hmm. It, it you literally just cooking up cracked corn okay. so it gets soft, and adding yep. some butter and some salt. Okay. People like to put cheese in it. You know, cheese is good. Yep. I'll probably do that a little bit too. Yep. Um, but 
just I don't, it, it's a comfort food yeah, you know absolutely. it's soul food i guess yeah. it's it's wonderful yeah I've, it's uh, like it's a porridge yeah you know? okay yeah exactly i'm on a, a keto diet right now uh so cor- cor- mm. corn's a no-go uh yeah but i've been gotten into making uh, using cauliflower like cauliflower rice oh sure doing a, a yeah. che- cheesy grits with that and I, I don't know how it compares yeah. but it's uh it's pretty tasty so well, I have to send you a package of uh, some good grits here. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. you tr- well after you're done with your keto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a few a few pounds to go yet, so we'll uh, we'll get there. My my hope is I can get get down and then I can just uh, do kind of the partial uh, partial keto and enjoy some of those other foods. Yeah, that I do enjoy it. So that's awesome. Yeah, nice, good. Thank you Every for the edu- while. Yeah, thanks yeah. for educating a little bit. Uh, as I said, yeah. uh, those are foods. I'm, I'm not an expert on any of these things. Oh, but you, yeah, you, you're, but you're, there, you're there are plenty of people out there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, just uh, for, yeah. for folks up here that maybe haven't traveled uh, down south, uh, we we wouldn't necessarily know what sure. uh, what some of this stuff is. I feel like uh, this would have been in my my late teens, early twenties. I took a a bus trip down. It was a university. Uh, bus trip to florida and it was oh, okay uh, I, I can't even say where we were maybe north carolina it was a waffle house and i i did try grits there and uh that was a little too too, yeah. too long ago for me to remember what they were like so yeah and i you know i i may be mistaken about this but what what i always heard it was that white grits were kind of the fancy so usually when i grew up i was eating white grits okay it didn't see much of the yellow grits or like what they called speckled or now they have like Jimmy Red's Jimmy Red's an heirloom corn. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a purple color. Okay. Um, white grits was kind of like the fancy you would serve it to guests kind of stuff. Uh, yellow was kind of like the poor person's gotcha. grits, but man, I think the yellow stuff's better yeah, anyway. More flavor, yeah, go figure. <laughs> yeah. The Jimmy Red corn is amazing too. Yeah. Uh, a little spendy for for what i'm doing for right now sure, but maybe yeah. someday I'll, yeah but, yeah special events or something yeah yeah and then you do uh you're doing other aside from the the residents at loon liquor you you do some cooking for special events i think you were doing some super bowl stuff there a few weeks ago that sort of thing yeah it was really cold <laughs> uh it was really cold yeah. i don't know what it is in celsius it was about seven eight below fahrenheit yeah. uh yeah it was getting down there. Yeah, um, yeah. We we tried to do we tried to do one pop up during the winter. I'd done it last year. Um, my good buddy uh, Josh Claren, he has he's been running a, a barbecue uh, food trailer out of uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, okay. for many years. Yeah, uh, we've teamed up the past couple years to do Super Bowl nice uh, to go stuff. Yeah. Um, so we did it again this year. Man, it was tough though. Yeah. Oh. It's so hard when it gets that cold. Yeah, and you were sick too um, or something, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Uh, it wasn't COVID. I just had a nasty cold. Yep. And by the end of it, I, I had lost my voice. Yep. And I felt so bad. I was giving food <laughs> to people. I was like, I sw- I, I, you're fine, I yep. swear. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, do that. I do a few weddings. Okay. Um, I do. Uh, we have like high school graduation grad parties okay, in this yeah, area. Yeah. I don't know if they do that yeah, yeah. in a lot of other places, but yeah. um, I'll do that. And the catering side of things is a little difficult for me uh, just because I don't, I don't have the manpower to, to mm. move a lot of stuff and right. set up and 
you know, it's just, it gets complicated pretty fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, more about here. I try to do what yeah. I can. Here's your food. You yeah. do what you want with it kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it works out. Yeah. I have, I have some more to do this, this summer too. Excellent. Um, yeah, it's, it's good. And what kind of uh, catering is nice. Yeah. Go cause ahead. you catering is nice. Cause you know, you know, yeah. the exact amount. Exactly. Yeah. You're not, <laughs> not hoping for folks to show up, right? Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what, uh, what's sort of the season, uh, for the, the residents at Loon Liquors? When does that start up? We're hoping the snow is gone by the last week in April. Okay. Yep. Um, so that's kind of what we're shooting for. I'm going to, uh, hopefully open that weekend. I don't think we're going to, we're going to hold off for Fridays just for a little bit, just to see how mm. the weather, it could be a little iffy still oh, yeah. Yeah. around here. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, then we just kind of go for it. We're yeah. going to be open every weekend. Uh, and we'll go straight through till I think we went to, I think the last day last year was, the first weekend in November. Okay. So, so it's a pretty decent good, season. Uh, getting a good six months in there at least. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. I would love to be able to extend it, but I'm yep. limited. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We're there. The only weekend we won't be there is when we're at uh, Windy City. Right. Um, I'll be there with Leroy and Lewis. Uh, Josh, who is going to be helping me out a lot this year, uh, he's going to be there. Excellent. And uh, Shane, who Shane McAllister, he kind of my right hand man. Um, he is also. I'm trying to get him there. I'm pretty sure he's going to be there too. Um, so yeah, that weekend we will be close because no one will be there to cook. Yeah, that sounds. That <laughs> uh, Windy City sounds like quite the uh, quite oh, the event. Man. I've heard a few folks talking about it, and uh, it's kind of like a big barbecue family reunion. Yeah, yeah. you know, everyone's everyone's there pretty much, yeah. and yeah. You're just having fun. It's a lot of work. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. Awesome. Well, let's, uh, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, Lorraine Lewis, you, did you, you did their mm-hmm. school, the new school, new, um, new school barbecue, new U? school barbecue university. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did, uh, right when they announced that, uh, I jumped on it. Um, I had met them on a previous trip that was in 2019. My wife and I decided to go to Texas in August of 2019. Yeah, she was pregnant. It Ooh. was hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I had met uh, I had met the Leroy and Lewis crew at Windy City, yeah. and I'd met them down there again, and so I kind of knew them, and I knew what they were about, and uh, I jumped on board with that, and it was awesome. Yeah, it. I mean, what they're doing is incredible. Mm-hmm. I mean, um just kind of pushing the bounds of barbecue a little bit, using barbecue techniques to cook other foods. Yeah, I mean, I just at the end of the weekend, I was just blown away by the quality of food that they're serving out of a food truck. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, really one of the best meals I've ever had in my life. Um, so I've just, I've stayed really good friends with them. Um, and I just, I, I take a lot of inspiration from them. Um, and and they're they're always just so generous, mm-hmm. so helpful. I talked to Sawyer about business stuff. I talked to Evan and Cole and 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 Clayton about yeah. cooking, cooking techniques, just just anything. Yeah. They're just so willing to help. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm indebted to them. Yeah, absolutely, no, <laughs> they help me. You, you kind of mentioned it there, and I 
just uh, earlier this week, Cole Parkman was on uh, Tales from the Pits. I don't know if you uh, if you caught that. Yep. And, and he yeah, talked. Yeah. He kind of talked about uh, exactly what you were just saying, where Evan's philosophy is that barbecue isn't a specific food; it's a method of cooking. Right. right? So that he's he, he's taking different foods and cooking them in that style, right? Yeah. The cauliflower, I mean, yeah. cauliflower, beets and stuff, yeah. you know, it's cool vegetables. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I have immense respect for what they're doing. I, I personally, I don't think I can pull it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm kind of more in the old school vein of things, yeah. but I think, I think it's, I think that's perfectly fine. I yeah. think there's room for, oh, there's room for all of that. I mean, especially in Texas too, where yeah. there's, you're, you're, there's so many barbecue places there. You need to do something that's pushing the boundaries. Yeah. You need to do something that, you know, yeah. you can't have, you can't have a hundred places that do the same thing. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's wonderful. Yeah. I, there's, there's some stuff like that up in Minnesota starting to pop up. People are kind of doing what I'll call new school barbecue, but yeah. it's wonderful. But people up here still haven't really experienced how wonderful, simple old school barbecue can be too so that's that's kind of where my lane is um but yeah their friendship it means the world to me yeah yeah no that's awesome that's awesome and then uh uh heart barbecue you were down in kansas city last year that's where uh ryan cooper a barbecue tourist met up with you and that's how i kind of got on uh yeah there so uh yeah that? that sounded like quite the event as well Oh man, that was crazy fun. Uh, yeah, uh, I had met Tyler. I had talked to Tyler quite a few times on social media over yeah. the years. Um, and we finally met at Windy City last year with Hoodoo Brown. He was cooking with us. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, he, I, I, you know, for years I've been meaning to go down there and cook, and finally it just worked. Yep. Um, and it, it was that weekend after he got named number one by Kansas City Magazine again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, so I drove my BQ down there for the weekend, and uh, he bought a pig. He bought a he bought a Berkshire pig, really nice Berkshire. But man, I was driving down there. I was going down thirty five on my way down there, and just talking to him. Like, yeah, it's weighs about like two hundred. I think it's like two hundred twenty pounds or something. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, man, this is going to take me forever to cook. Pig, yeah. I, I think the largest I cooked up to that point was about 178. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that took a, that took a good while yeah. to cook. Yeah. Um, it was a wonderful time. It, you know, I got to meet, uh, some of the Kansas city folks down there. Um, Vaughn good, a Fox and Pearl or night go barbecue. Okay. Um, there was a few others there, but it's kind of skipping my mind at the moment, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just kind of, no, that was the first time I had actually been invited to cook somewhere else. So okay. I was pretty nervous. Yep. Uh, I, uh, it was, it was really cool to take my food somewhere else. Yeah. Um, they don't get much whole hog in Kansas city either. Right, yeah. So, uh, people were pretty excited about it. Yep. Um, yeah, I, uh, I caught the pit on fire yeah. just briefly. Yeah. It was a fatty pig, but it was all good. Everyone, everyone was like, "Oh, when it's that, when it's that big, there's gonna be some fat on it." Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, you're always kind of waiting for it. Oh, but yeah. uh, I think I scared Tyler a little bit, maybe. But yeah. um, 
it all it all worked out. Yeah, so, awesome. yeah, that was a wonderful event. That's I would love awesome. to do it again. Yep. Well, yeah, that's not that's not so far for you that it's uh, it, no, you know, it's not days of travel a, or anything, right? So no, it's six hours. Yeah, so it's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Awesome. Uh, t- had some Texas travels. Any other kind of uh, notable spots you've been to down there? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. The first time we went down there, we went to Terry Black's. We okay. went to Valentina's. We went to Louis Miller. We went out to Snow's. Yeah. Um, where else did we go? We went to Loro. Mm, yep. Uh, Aaron Franklin's. And, other and spot, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Then the second, when I went down to get the mill scale, I went up to, uh, John Burlington's mm-hmm. in Lugerville. Yep. Uh, Brotherton's Black Iron. Yeah. I went out back. I love Valentina's. I go, I try to go there every time. Um, the the real real awesome place that I love, which is still really like off the radar for a bunch of for a bunch of people, is J and L. Okay, uh, barbecue. Yeah, they're at Buzz Mill. Uh, ben Lambert and his wife Sarah. Okay, yeah. just Ben worked at Franklin for mm-hmm. five years yeah. and yeah. just. Man, he knocks it out yeah. of the park. Yeah. His food is so good. Yeah, he, he's just a master, yeah. and he's very humble about it. But it's insane. Mm-hmm. I I think like they they unfortunately they don't have long lines. So if you're going and you want really amazing barbecue and you don't want to stand in the line, go to JNL. Yeah. I go I go every time I I go down there. Yeah. It's amazing. Um. Yeah, I always go to Leroy and Lewis, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's still a bunch I got to hit, but yeah. you mentioned I, uh, you mentioned Truth as well, Leonard. And... You know, I've actually never been to Houston. Well, I haven't been to Houston to eat barbecue. Okay. I get a lot of crap for that. I get a lot of crap for that. <laughs> yeah. I get a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't been to Truth or Fijis or any of the Houston places. Yeah. Um, I'm friends with a bunch of them. <laughs> I was going to go this year, and it, yeah. it, it, I was like, I'm coming down. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not coming down. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it, life's, life's gotten a little complicated uh, with kids yeah, no and, doubt. and all that, but yeah. uh, it's on my list. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been to the, uh, haven't been to the Houston location, but I was out at the Brenham one a few years back. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't really get a chance to chat with him. He was right in the middle of. Uh, he was working. Yeah. The, the the day before he'd been up in Tyler at the Red Dirt Festival. So. Oh sure. Yeah. So I think he was uh, a little. Uh, little Leonard's busy. a great guy too. Yeah. yeah. Um, both Leonard and Patrick. Patrick was actually one of the first guys that ever, kind of like, uh, responded to a question I had on yes. Instagram. Yep. And uh, he he's been a great great help. Yep. Um and then Leonard too, like when I was starting cooking briskets and stuff, mm-hmm. he, he's one of Leonard and Joe Yim both were helping me out a right. bunch with uh, brisket cooks. Yeah. Um, and then I've kind of been helping Leonard a little bit with hog cooks too, which Perfect. is kind of fun. I mean, nice. I was like, holy crap. <laughs> Leonard, Leonard for truth wants to ask me you, about hog right? stuff. Uh, yeah. There's got to be somebody more qualified <laughs> to be asking. But, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, they, I mean the barbecue community is small. It is, you know? yeah. It's it's pretty small in the grand scheme of things, and very few people are are kind of standoffish and don't yeah. want to help you. So no, that, that makes uh, it so wonderful. That's what I've learned uh, just in my my travels to Texas and uh, reaching out to folks through the podcast. That uh, yeah, uh, they're generally pretty uh, pretty happy to talk to you. So <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, you we just got we got to get you down to North Carolina. Yes, yeah, I do. do. I do. In South yeah. Carolina. Well, I was I was fortunate up until a few years ago, and COVID's obviously played a part in that too with my work. Yeah, uh, the day job. Uh, I would go to Houston once a year or so for work, so I was always, oh sure. And I'd usually have a weekend to myself in there, so I was able to get uh, make these nice. little uh, weekend road uh, barbecue road trips while I was down there. So it worked out pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Louis Mueller was that the first place for me that just set the hook. Oh me. sure. Yeah. That's a, that's the first place for a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's really cool well, that I, uh, I can do that. Yeah. It's it's walking into that place is yeah. is is really cool. Magical. And, yeah. And I. There's, there's places like that in North Carolina. Skyline yeah. like that, yeah. you know. Um, Grady's is like that. Yeah. Um, the, you walk into these places, like, man, they've been cooking barbecue in these pits for... Decades. 40-plus years. Yeah. yeah, long, long time. And you, you, you can feel that when yeah. you walk in there, yeah, you know. The, you know yeah. it's special. Yeah, the history, right? It's just, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. you can feel it. It's uh, it's it's pretty awesome. And, uh, <laughs> it's so cool, yeah. I had the chance to we- meet and talk with Wayne... Uh, Wayne Mueller, yeah. And, uh, yeah, 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 pretty, uh, pretty cool stuff. So, and then uh, Buxton Absolutely. Hall, you mentioned Elliot out there and in, uh, in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, made a few trips out there to yeah. Asheville to see him, and uh, one was when I was picking up my pit. One we just went for fun mm-hmm. and just ate, I ate at Buxton twice on that trip. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, Elliot, man, he's like. He's like the mad scientist yeah. of, of barbecue. Yeah. He does such cool stuff. Um, he's just got a really awesome, creative personality, yeah. um, not only in cooking, but just, just in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love what he does. I, I just, he, he kind of embodies that, old, like mixing that old school Carolina stuff with kind of new fun foods. Yeah. Um, like we, my wife wanted the, they have mussels on their menu. Okay. I'm like, ah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm like, yeah, we're not, I'd like, we're not, you know, we'll go to the beach and we'll go get some seafood. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're up in the mountains there yeah. in Western North Carolina. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll get it. Yeah. And she's like, you know, these are mine. <laughs> and they came out and they were the best damn mussels I've ever had. Yeah. They cook them under the pig. Okay. They're just capturing, yeah. they're capturing fat dripping off this pig so it's got this like smoky fatty it was so good i've heard about his green beans he does the same thing right yeah 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 and i i've I've stolen that sure why not i think he knows that i've done i've done that a few times too it's it's wonderful um just yeah being creative for a while he was he was messing around with briskets on on his bqs he was like cooking briskets on top of the pigs Mm -hmm. and like doing just just having fun with it um yeah, uh, the first when I went down with uh, Sam Jones to Windy City, I pulled my BQ down for Elliot to use. Nice. Um, so I got to spend a bunch of time with them too. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, him and his wife Jennifer—they're just amazing people too. Yeah. I, I wish I could see him more often. Yeah, absolutely. As his life. So. Yeah, I might need to tag along with uh, Peter from Pitt County on one of his uh, his trips down to the Carolinas there. <laughs> Yeah, I've been I've been talking to a bunch of people. You know, it'd be fun to do like a like a guided mm-hmm. tour, quote unquote guided tour of like yep. Carolina barbecue. Yeah, kind of shine some light on some of that stuff too. Because mm, there's still some really wonderful places oh, in yeah. Carolina. Yeah. So. 
Awesome. Well, it's uh, we've been going for we're coming on an hour here. It's uh, getting late in the evening for you there. I won't uh, won't keep you much longer here, uh, Scott. Um, where can folks find you? Social media. We t- talked about Instagram and Facebook. Scotty's Whole Hog Barbecue online. Triple W dot Scotty's Whole Hog dot com. Any other social media channels, or is that kind of cover it off for you? Uh, I think there's a Twitter one out there. I honestly, I did. I don't use it very often or if at all but (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah might be uh, pretty much instagram's kind of the one i use the most but yeah you 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 nailed it though right on (laughs) you've mentioned a lot of folks any other uh special thank yous or shout outs you'd like to give anybody out there that's oh uh, geez uh family and wife (laughs) i gotta turn that in (laughs) absolutely (laughs) my wife my wife puts up with a lot yeah yeah no um Man, there's, there's, yeah, there's a super long list. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I do have to thank Josh, Claren, and, and and Shane McAllister a lot too. Um, and my just my team. Yeah, I, you know, you, it it it's hard to do barbecue. Mm-hmm. It's even harder to do it alone. Yeah. So uh, just having their help and just having people on board, um, just the Northfield community has been really great. So awesome. yeah out to them so yeah i think that's one thing that yeah. most of the the kind of the backyard cooks uh, much like myself don't realize right to doing one brisket every uh on a weekend every now and then is one <laughs> thing but to do uh do something at volume consistently and regularly like you're doing uh it's a whole it, other it, uh, whole other ball game right oh it changes it oh yeah, oh, yeah. It, it it's completely different um it's fun it's a fun challenge yeah. i love it though awesome uh, Scott, thanks so much. Last question I ask everybody. Uh, Thank you. It's dinner time. You're at home. You got the the grill or smoker, whatever you're cooking out at home, fired up. What's the uh, What's the go to for you at home there? Go to who? You know, actually, uh, Indian food. Okay, I absolutely love Indian food. Yep, love Indian food. Uh, my first restaurant job, I was a waiter in an Indian restaurant. Okay, and my wife and I just we try to eat it, make it as much as we can. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, when you're cooking barbecue and, all the time, you got to do something a little different, right? Uh, yeah. I don't, you know, surprisingly, I don't eat that much barbecue and I'm, I'm yeah. not around yeah. cooking. Um, I think, I don't think that's uncommon either, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, we, we love Indian food. I'm, I'm hoping to uh, maybe try some dishes this year, maybe have some specials. Right. Um, I would, I want to do some like bygone barta, which is eggplant. Okay. Do smoked eggplant, um, curry. Nice. Um, you know, uh, just there, there's a lot of fun things you can do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of, I've always had people always want vegetarian stuff at my at my place too. So, oh. be a fun way to do that. Yeah, so, bring some yeah. different. Indi- uh, I'm gonna go with Indian food. Right on. Bring, yeah, bring some different influences <laughs> into it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks, Scott. Thanks so much for doing this. It was great to finally uh, connect Thank with you. you and. Uh, yeah. Uh, awesome chat and great to hear what uh, you got going out there in, in Northfield, Minnesota. It's excellent. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll stay in touch and sure. talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Cheers. You are listening to Canada's longest running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by The Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it is in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly, Troy, and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit, and spend some quality time with family and friends. 
from entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal, drum smokers, and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at barrelbossq.ca to see the whole lineup and tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. I had the pleasure and honor of being a guest on the Barbecue Central show last week. I greatly appreciate Greg having me on to talk about this podcast, Canadian Barbecue, and my upcoming 200th episode. You can find the podcast version on all your podcatchers, or visit thebarbecuecentralshow.com, thebbqcentralshow.com for links. I appear on the last segment of hour number two. The Smoke Sheet consistently delivers great barbecue stories to my inbox, and this past week was no exemption. 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 Wow. Exception. Having trouble talking, folks. Fellow barbecue podcaster Kevin Kelly from Kevin's Barbecue Joints was the guest columnist, and he wrote a fascinating article sharing conversations he has had with the who's who of the barbecue world and when they realized that barbecue was special. Check out bbqnewsletter.com to see the article and subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Me and my two kids took a bit of a drive this past Saturday up to Whispering Wind Farms near Didsbury, Alberta. We had a great visit with Kelly and John and got to see their Cooney Cooney pigs and Galloway cattle. They have a great little operation going, and they sell their grass-fed beef and pasture-raised pork via their website at www.whisperingwindfarms.com. You can listen for that conversation coming up next week on the podcast. Also, next Wednesday, March 16th, you'll be able to catch me live on the ABCs of Canadian Barbecue Show on Instagram Live. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can check out the listing of barbecue joints here in Alberta so you can get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and show them some love. Thanks to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eatmore Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. Mm-hmm.